Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Where the Dark Corners Are. podcast and today we have a road trip with me we don't need the song <laughs> because i'm in charge today unfortunately <laughs> are we good <laughs> what is happening <laughs> panda is driving today he is no longer a passenger but today i still have multiple guests starting with the bunny <laughs> just listen to what i have to say we didn't practice this with the the bunny, who's usually the host Hello. and usually driving. I'm like, we're only a minute in. Yes. <laughs> Should we start over? Samantha, the red panda. Red panda, red trash panda. And then everyone's <laughs> fan favorite. You can do the polar bear now. In 1995, in 1995, a team of paranormal travel podcasters found an abandoned cub in the haunted Arctic. After some kick-ass paranormal training and his first alien kill, he was ready. He was ready. ready. So, if ghosts, serial killers, (laughs) or monsters in the dark got you scared, don't hesitate to call the Polar Bear. The Polar Bear. What up? Boom. Fantastic. Nailed it. Got it. First try. First try. <laughs> no, no, no practice. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets, no practices. And we're all here together once again. Yeah. So today's po- uh, podcast, someone actually offered me this topic at work and I brought it to you guys and you're like, what the hell is that? And I go, I don't know. So we, we did the research together. And now we know. So now I'm in charge because I had relayed the message. But today we're going to Nevada. How do you say it? Nevada? Nevada. No, Nevada. don't you dare. <laughs> the rest of the world. Call. I'm the like, I did know about this, but I'm going to pretend like I didn't. As a Nevadan, you do never say Nevada again. <laughs> yeah. Never. So we do have a local with us from Nevada. Battleborn. <laughs> so, which is uh, is, is going to be the person in the passenger seat with the map pointing and <laughs> saying, if you look to your left, this That's is where the they pyramid. died. If you look to the right, this is where they also died in famine. You know? <laughs> So today we're going to Pyramid Lake, which is about 40 miles west, northwest of Reno, Reno, Nevada. So up most north. 33 um, miles north of Reno. 33 miles. So the lake is actually the one of the last remnants of a lar- much larger lake that was called Lake Lothan. Lothan. So I can't actually like tell you what era it was, but for a large portion of time, Nevada was completely out of underwater and it was the great lake of Lahotan. Lahotan. Lahotan then dried up and created a smaller version of Lahotan Lake as well as Pyramid Lake. But wasn't Lake Tahoe connected as well? Yeah, it was like the size of Nevada. It It was was back in the dinosaur times. Some some freaking Pangea shit going on. Pleistocene Lake era. Whatever. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm See, not even going to try to say I don't know who it. names these names, man. They couldn't just call it, like, the Tim Lake or something, you know, something basic. 
But you know this this lake today is pretty host to a lot of tourists. Well, I guess not anymore because it's owned by the Paiute tribe. It's still open to fishing. It, you get a lot yeah. of fishermen from all over the place mm-hmm. because it has uh, very rare fish in it, which I will talk about in detail later. But that's what normally draws people, the size of the fish, the type of fish that it is, the fact that it's native and also prehistoric. So a lot of people go there for that. There's a place on the side of the lake called Hell's Kitchen. You stand on ladders because it's so deep you can't really, like, fly fish. So you have to stand on ladders to fly fish. It's very interesting, but... It's also very dangerous. Right, and you can camp and stay the night there and do whatever people do outside these days. I don't go outside anymore. It, so. It's kind of crazy to see because it's not like a usual lake where you see, like, there's trees and, like, places to hang out. It's literally desert, mountains, and a big body of water. <laughs> right, it's in the and middle of nowhere. Nothing like, there's there. nothing right. there. The other interesting thing about it is how deep it is and how cold it gets. So, it was the deepest part of the Great Lake Lahotan. And the Great Lake Lahotan, they say, was like 900 feet down. So, it was a very deep le- lake. And it connected to the Truckee or to Lake Tahoe by the Truckee River. So, so. it flows from Lake Tahoe into uh, the Truckee River, flows from Tahoe into. Uh, Pyramid Lake, but there's no outlet, f- essentially no known outlet from Pyramid Lake anywhere else. Right. And the other interesting thing about it is that they dam up Lake Tahoe. So if they were to remove that dam from Lake Tahoe, that's why they, they say there's underground rivers and all this other craziness. But if there was actually that under there and that dam in Lake Tahoe was gone and not watching the way the water was, they said that it would almost flood everything again and make like a great Lake Lahat. Not to the the biggest not as it was. Not to the extent. But it mean. would flood, yeah. Okay. And so the other interesting thing about Pyramid Lake is that it doesn't look very deep, but it has very clear water. And a lot of times you go to the shore, and because it's so clear, you can see down. And it just right off the shore, like a couple feet in, will be 300 feet deep. So that's why it's another reason that it's super dangerous. It's because wow. it just drops off. It sounds like it's deceptive. Mm. Yeah, I don't think so. I've ever gone to the lake. Like, I've driven by it to go where I'm going, not there, but <laughs> I've always seen it. And I'm just going, Oh, okay. <laughs> this is just in the middle of nowhere. Thanks for this. Yeah. We've, we've gone there. I just, it's, I guess it's cool for fishing and stuff. I just wasn't impressed to like hang out there. It's like, yeah. Right. So it looks cool, but it's like, it. it's not like, like it's the know. best it, lake. Yeah. Ever it's made. not the best lake ever made. Well, it's not like Tahoe. It doesn't have a bunch of stuff around it. I mean, the nice thing is, is that it's a sandy beach. So like up in the mountains of California, that we don't really have sandy beaches. We have very rocky beaches. Mm-hmm. And so that is a nice thing about it. But I remember going there as a kid and I was like, I absolutely will not go in there because of the water babies. And I just <laughs> cried the whole time. And my mom was like, just get in the water. And I was like, absolutely not. Take me home. So you, you've heard of the legend of the water babies. I've heard all of the legends. All the legends. See, we got the wild card in the house. So that's what brought up the Pyramid Lake when I was at work talking about the podcast. And the guy's like, hey, you heard about the water babies. And I'm like, the fucking what? <laughs> so, and then we, I just, I brought it up and then we delved into it. And then it's actually pretty interesting. There's more than just the water babies there. There's this lake is, I don't want to say curse or anything, but it's so definitely not a lake that yeah. makes sense. Myths and legends. It's also very well known for how choppy and windy it gets. And so a lot of boats have capsized. A lot of people have gone missing. Bodies have never been recovered. They say that bodies show up. It's a whole thing. And so a lot of people are really worried about it. My mom's best friend in high school, her dad actually was a fisherman on that lake. And he was boat capsized. And to this day, they've never found him. Which is weird because it's, if you look at it, it's just, there's, it's, I mean, there's mountains, but it's not like 
I don't know, just the, the terrain doesn't seem to fit the bill with mm-hmm. waves coming out of nowhere and things like that. So when you look at the lake, if you look at pictures of it, you can see, like, where does this, this, this choppiness come from? Where does these wakes come from to cause these kind of problems? And so, I mean, the first people to deal with it were, like, over 4,000 years ago, which was recorded that at least three different Paiute tribes shared the lake, especially when it was bigger. It's not as small, but... And then which led to the white man coming. In 1944, that was explorer John C. Fremont, who stumbled upon the desert lakes, 125,000 acres of glistening water and named it Pyramid Lake. 1944? 1844. See, I did. I fell into the same hole. Someone (laughs) got me stuck on it. Because I was going to say, I think Fremont, whom Fremont, California is actually named after, was a little before a the 19. Yes. Before a, a settler. That's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> it was 1844, and he named it Pyramid Lake after the unusual 500-foot-high <laughs> pyramid-shaped uh, rock, which we will talk about as well. Right. And so before we get into it, we should talk about what happened well, there. So yeah, maybe where the legends all kind of started and maybe the angerness. Angerness? Angerness? Angerness. The hostility. The, the hostilities the of the waters. <laughs> well, the settlers, or as the panda likes to call them, the white men, uh, came to Washoe Hills of Nevada looking for a quick fortune. So silver was discovered in Washoe Hills in 1859 and brought the settlers from all over. Like like you said, I mean, the, sure, people discovered it, named it, and said whatever. But then once the silver struck... America- and we're talking Virginia City, yeah. which was a very yeah. recent topic. Well, and it also is, yes, it was a very recent topic for you. It's something that as Nevadans, we go to Virginia City and Carson City all the time as kids. That's our field trips. Whereas Californians go to like the forts and the settle, the, what is it called? Sutter Fort. Fort, yeah, so, yeah. Fort Sutter Fort. Sutter Fort. And so it's kind of funny because the gold rush had just popped off and Nevada was kind of an unsung hero. And then all of a sudden they cut, they got silver. So as the gold rush was drying up, a lot of people came to the silver state, which is what Nevada is known for the battle born silver state. Yo. More money <laughs> as the white as the white men did at the time, all over the, uh, all over the prospectors arrived and took over everything. They claimed the feed, the land and the bodies of water for themselves with little to no regard for the indigenous tribe, uh, that were there at the time. In addition, the Pony Express, a mail and delivery company at the time, was the fastest way to send mail across the country that utilized horseback and had their delivery times only uh, down to only 10 days, which was the best shit. They established their relay stations on bodies of water throughout the country, taking bodies of water that were claimed by the indigenous tribes, Pyramid Lake being one of those bodies of water. Conflicts broke, broke out between the whites and the Paiutes, the Indian tribe that lived off the Pyramid Lake resources. The cause of the war, May 7th, 1860, an old Paiute man and a young Paiute woman uh, went to the house of J.O. Williams, a white man. I've never heard of a Native American named J. Williams. <laughs> uh, anyway, he had friends over, so uh, there were four white men in the house, and they tied up the man and attacked the woman. I got this off a government site, so I'm assuming when they say attacked the woman, they mean rape. The Paiutes know. were later set free, and the Paiute man returned with his tribe, and for the horrible deeds that were done to them, they forced the four men back into the house, and they burnt the house down with the men inside. So that was the beginning. That, that's what started the the war. Oh, 
Well, it's over. a war. Right, it's a war. But it's a it's, it's the, a small it's war. It's their war. It's yeah. a two battle war. It's right? two battles. Yeah. Dur- during the war, the Pony Express suffered so many raids that they had to stop operating uh, in the Washoe region. And then, so two battles occurred in the Pyramid Lake War on May twelfth, uh, eighteen sixty, where Paiute warriors allied with Bannocks and Shoshones to ambush a volunteer army from Virginia City, a nearby settlement. The Paiute uh, celebrated a great victory that day along the Truckee River. The first battle concluded with 76 militia being killed and about 29 wounded. And then the Paiutes only suffered 10 wounded. But it wasn't really a fair battle. The the Virginia Army only had 105 soldiers where Paiute Army had 500 soldiers that attacked them. But they won and they drove the white guys off. Paiute warriors were defeated on June 2nd, which was the uh, second battle, when a larger volunteer army joined with the U.S. Army troops to drive the natives Paiute, or they also call them Numu, warriors. So they fought fought hard and performed a delaying action that held the white forces back long enough to allow their women, children, and elders to escape. The second battle was 500 militia, and they had three, three of them died and five wounded, versus 300 Paiutes, 25 killed and 20 wounded. And the battle drove the surviving Paiutes into the Black Rock Desert. So, kind of, I mean, we see that scenario playing out again and again. And as the European settlers moved west towards California. But granted, they were running in California because of the gold rush. And these were Americans. How dare you? Doesn't matter. American born. No. Well, they were already here. We saw the tragic tragedy of like the Donner Party. People did not want to try to continue to move in the winters, so they, you know, going an hour from Sacramento to Nevada seemed like a good idea if they could strike big there too, even if it was silver, not gold. Right. I mean, I mean, the last part of that onto that was like after their their quote unquote war, you know, the the U.S. government tried to make amends by allegedly, allegedly, I don't, I don't know if these are. Real facts, but they would try to provide food and resources to the Paiute tribes, whoever's left, to help, you know, take care of them because of the war, you know, desecrating what was happening around there. But the Paiute refused because they were afraid the food was poisoned, which it probably probably was. <laughs> well, they did this before. Right. This, they've uh, done things like this before. So they, they more people end up dying. Plagued, laced blankets. blankets. I, I mean, right, I, so. think, I think there's a Native American... If it, if, it, if it quacks like a duck, it looks like a duck, and it's probably a duck, you know. Well, they have every or right to be <laughs> genocide, <suspicious>. whatever. Never <laughs> accept the blanket from the United States government. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so from this war, the Pyramid Lake War, it's said that you can see spirits of the Calvary Troop riding over a nearby hill going to battle with the Paiute. So that's just one of the many ghost stories that you have is that you do see remnants of the sh- soldiers. It was so traumatic and so bloody that they think that that energy had to have an imprint, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, it's a lot of animosity from both sides, right? I well, mean, a lot of people died. Well, yeah, they're defending their homeland. Mm. I mean, that's the basic bottom line there, and they've lived there for thousands of years. That's their territory, and all of a sudden, right, things right. change. Well, so, it was plentiful, and they had these beautiful rock formations and things that they thought were 
you know, signs from their powers that be that this was the place to be. The lake was full of fish. They never went hungry. It was a great place for them to thrive. And then in comes the white men. So, you know, that probably took even more of a hit because it felt like such a sacred place to them to some extent. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's just it. They're not only trying to preserve the land that they lived on, keep the balance of the ecosystem, but they're also trying to maintain their life, their, their way of life and their families. So... And so that brings us to the anger, resentment, and possible curse and myths. Right. So, I mean, even back to what Sam said was the idea of that there's rock formations there that aren't, aren't they don't seem natural. Like, what was the, 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 uh, the, the stone, great mother, the, the great stone mother. mother. I can't never say that. The great mother stonehead. Yeah. Yeah. So we can talk about that a little bit. They, all of these rock formations around Pyramid Lake are made from tufa rock, and tufa rock is formed when calcium-filled springs gurgle up through salty carbonate water. That chemical bonding of the two results in the creation of a limestone-like substance. These formations are a result of that tufa material while it's underwater, but as soon as it recedes from the water, it stops growing. So while this was probably the great Lahatan Lake, these things were forming under there, and then as it dried down and they become exposed, they've not changed. So one of the many formations that you see around, obviously, is the distinctive pyramid rock. And that rock is said by the Paiute tribe to represent the spearhead of the great father, who supposedly thrust it upward to ward off a long drought. It has been rumored that this is a man-made pyramid or that it was put here like aliens, like the Egyptians' Mm -hmm. uh, pyramids, but it's not man-made. And it was not put there by aliens, to my (laughs) knowledge. So that one's really interesting. The other one is uh, the Great Mother. And so the Great Mother, she's south of this bubble formation that they have where it looks like they're like mushroom-shaped rocks all around that are very nearly round. They have a hollow center as if they were collapsed when exposed to air when they came out of the water. And then just to the south of that bubble formation is the Great Stone Mother in the basket. And that's a rock formation that resembles a hooded Indian woman seated upon an open basket lying next to her. That's why they say she's the Great Mother. One legend about the Stone Mother is that she was filled with remorse when some of her children were driven away by other, more evil siblings that she began to cry and filled the lake with her tears. Her basket remains empty awaiting her children's return. Nice. So both of these amazing formations that are landmarks that people go to see a lot of the times are now actually completely closed off to the public. They're in restricted areas because people are actually vandalizing them. Checks out. And then the other interesting thing about this tufa, tufa rock is that it, it they say that that tufa rock is similar to like volcanic rock and it's a sign of like the volcanic activity because there's so many volcanoes in that region and even in the regions of Northern California, very close to it, that those types of things were kind of of the same vein, like that same light, airy rock, like volcanic stone. Well, as part of, I guess, the interesting, one of my myths is actually a mermaid. In, and in Nevada? Right. <laughs> what? Yeah. So there's, it's the actually desert. a Paiute story of a mermaid who fell in love with a Paiute Indian and she was rejected and out of anger and resentment, she curses the lake and she curses all those around the lake. 
And so with the story of these strange waves and capsizing boats out of nowhere, one of the other things that's happening is that people who go swimming in the lake will drown for reasons unknown, including scuba divers. And like, like, like Tahoe, this is actually something they recently discussed how it's so cold. The bodies are just sinking and staying same for Lake pyramid. But the curious part is, is that some of the people who drown and die and sink in Lake pyramid, their bodies are sometimes found in Lake Tahoe. Which is, we said, 60 miles away? 61. So it's interesting. The mermaid one was kind of interesting because she fell in love and it said that she went home to marry, and they were going to announce that they were going to get married and his family said no. And so he rejected her and she went back to the lake. And so I thought that was kind of like tragic. (laughs) But yes, they say that a lot of times that these bodies, when they go missing, they disappear for decades and that they get stuck because one of the other myths is that the bottom of the lake rotates. So when it rotates, the bodies get stuck under there. And then when the body of the lake rotates again, the bodies come up. And that's when we find them years and years and years later. But that was kind of debunked. There's two explanations that they have for this. One of them is that there is a lava formed tunnel between the two lakes, uh, like 161 miles. They said some crazy guy went in a sub. He was a famous explorer. That's a myth. But there's no tunnel down there. They're connected by Lake Tahoe. So if a body did get from Tahoe to Pyramid, it would logically be that it floated down the river and how no one noticed that would be kind of bizarre. But Tahoe or uh, the Truckee Lake does kind of flow pretty heavily. It has black holes in it, they say, that can suck you in. There's all kinds of myths about the Truckee River, too. But like we talked about, it has no outlet whatsoever. There's no underground tunnels. Very clearly, they've looked. And scuba divers are known to go quite often to these places because there's such deep depths that it's a great place for them to get their certifications. And it's quite often them that go missing, as well as the fishermen out in boats. But it said that I thought that, uh, so I looked up Tahoe and Pyramid at the same time because a lot of them linked them together. They say that part of the reason they see Tahoe's vanishing bodies is because the mob dumped them. And we saw that (laughs) in Vegas, that one lake drained and all those bodies were in there. Yeah, Yeah, that was kind of crazy. I would definitely talk about that. But both of these lakes are so deep that they're very cold. So they say that some of them are even like 39 degrees. So they're like a morgue. Mm -hmm. So one of those stories that I looked about, looked at, was about a diver that went missing for 17 years. And they finally found him 300 feet below the surface. And when they found him, he was completely preserved. But they said that because it was so cold and he was wearing his scuba suit, that that's probably why he was preserved. So that kind of shakes off some of those other things. That's like a fresh KFC bucket. (laughs) so weird. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, all these drowning stuff, I mean, we can never find a... A, like a ground total of people going in there or and dying, but it seemed like a, at least one once a year in these articles, at least someone's fucking drowning in this river or sorry, like, or going missing or going missing, mm-hmm. just missing. And so that's what transpired when someone told me about the topic of the Pyramid Lake was the water babies. And that's the biggest controversy of all this is that the Paiutes were a strong, meticulous tribe that they, you know, if you were born weak, they would toss you into the lake off their rocks. And so, after oh, like, like premature babies and like right, just deformed just, babies, yeah, like you know, remember the scene of three hundred where they're looking, they're observing the babies and mm-hmm. they're checking to see if they're healthy or they're gonna be strong or whatever. Yeah, or something wrong. And with if them. they weren't, they would toss them into 
the, the lake. And then, you know, of course, they would die. So they say after certain events happened that after the pipe was kicked out, the, the lake became cursed, and then thus began the revenge of the babies, essentially. And so what people would do, they would tell the story is, or their encounters is they're swimming in the in the lake, and they would see what they thought would be rocks, and then they would start hearing noises of crying, and then, you know, it's kind of like a, um, a siren or whatever, and you just get attracted to it. You want to go see what it is. You want to figure it out. But by the time you get so far deep, like we've been saying, it's been so deep in this lake and cold, it's too late. You're, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. So you, you get die. sucked in. You get sucked into it. And, and it's so, so cold to go even yeah. very far down is so cold. They, they said like, underwater currents, right? Mm-hmm. They'll just sweep you away and shit and, and keep, s- keep you down. And people say it's the underwater babies. And I, I for one, do not want to find out. <laughs> I will not go back in there because I'm so afraid of the water babies. <laughs> they also said that one of the reasons that the bodies go missing is because the water babies were angry and they make the boats capsize. They make all those waters kick up because it doesn't seem like there's any wind. Like it will get crazy out there for no reason. So mm. they say that's the water babies being angry capsizes them. And then it says the water babies eat them. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want any part of this. They want to get stronger. So they got to <laughs> eat, eat us. So oh, it's God, like, so Oh scary. man. So, I mean, that's why you never find the bodies or anything. So, and they say you can hear crying, a lot of crying, yeah, a lot of crying. So that was, that was what stuck out every story. At least that part was consistent, whether this is false or not, but at least that was consistent with everything else that, that you could hear the, the, the crying of babies. And so people want to go find out what's going on. And, Yeah, I think the Water Babies is probably the most famous story that there is. But there are a couple other ones. They say that, like we said, that they believe that these two lakes are connected to each other. We know that there's no way that that can be because the deepest part of Lake Tahoe is at 1,644 feet down. So there's no way. And if there was an open tunnel at the bottom of the lake, the entire three. 39 trillion gallons of Tahoe water would quickly drain, which would overflow Pyramid Lake and fill the neighboring Lake Winnemucca, which is normally dry. But in these tunnels, they say that there is monsters, right? Creatures. So they say that we have a, like our own Loch Ness monster, which Loch in Scottish, Scotland. right, means lake. So we have Tahoe Tessie. And they say that Tahoe Tessie is seen in Lake Tahoe because it's so deep. There'd be no way for anybody actually to get down there and see that. That has then translated to a serpentine sea creature in Pyramid Lake. But they say that that can be explained by algae blooms just clumping on the lake surface to make it look like. There's something out there. Right. But. One of the real reasons that people go out there, and we talked about this, is that there are very, very large fish in Nevada's lakes. So in 1925, actually 19 this time, a 41-pound cutthroat was reeled in at Pyramid. So that's why everyone goes there, right, is for this uh, steelhead cutthroat fish or whatever. And that fish was actually extinct for a long time. They then found little babies of this la- this fish that they thought were long gone and they bred them and reintroduced them to Pyramid Lake. And Pyramid Lake is the only lake with this cutthroat fish. Nice. And it's delicious. So that's why everyone goes there and they're huge. And so that's why I think you see a lot of people go there is because that's the only place for them to get this fish and those risks are worth it. So yeah, I read, it's my understanding that they allow fishing and I do think they allow maybe hanging out but there are some parts that they don't allow people to visit and you have to pay now so 
Well, so, right, it's all controlled by the the Paiute tribe now, correct. Yeah. for sure. So the they're going to inspect your water boat, right? They're to make, make sure, sure you don't introduce some barnacle scenario into it. So. And if you capsize, that's all you, right? <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, that's that's about it. Unless Sam's got some more local facts, a little more. I like, mean, we could talk more about the <laughs> steelhead or the cutthroat because I read all about it today. I thought Did it was you? fascinating that it went yeah extinct. Because I know that's why people go there. I've heard about that mm-hmm. my whole entire life. It's like there's Eagle Lake, and Eagle Lake is known for its trout because when you pull that trout out, it's pink like salmon. It tastes like salmon. It's not super fishy. The steelhead is very similar, but what attracts people is that, A, they're nowhere else. That's the only place that they thrive. And, B, that they're huge. A 41-pound fish, I mean, well, that's insane. Chances yeah. are, and we've seen this here, is they just went underground, the fish did. Right, because they so. found right, them they, eventually. Right, they have to come back. So, like, you just don't come out of extinction without <laughs> something. I don't without know. Hiding. There's somebody. Yeah. There's some fish alive down there that was just taking a sl- taking a fat nap. Right. <laughs> well, a lot of these are these are bottom feeders, so a lot of them can exist at a lower level, or they can eat and find they their own the food people. down there. They don't come yeah. up right. Oh, well, it shit. does. It did say that that a lot of times when you find them, the fish had eaten on, like fed on the dead bodies. Oh no, that's why the meat tastes so good. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> just this tastes like human to you. <laughs> yeah, it's just a secondhand person. So yeah, all right. Well, I thought that was pretty productive. I mean, for our local area, I mean, we don't have a lot out here to talk about, and I didn't even know that was a thing, so I think we should keep an eye out for more local projects. So, well, either way, to talk about ourselves a little bit more, (laughs) 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 we have a Facebook page. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook! We do have a Facebook page. Come check it out. Send us a request to join, and if you do join, post, like our posts, like someone else's post, do everything you want on there. You can do whatever you want. Tell With us approval. if you've ever heard about the babies. Yeah. Is you, it just me? I've heard this my whole life and everyone thinks I'm nuts. Well, yeah. So when he, that's when I first heard about the story. I was like, that's weird, but okay. And then we all look into it. And yeah, it's totally a, a local legend thing. So, I mean, whoever's out there far and deep away from us, you know, if you ever come visit, come see if you can find a water baby. Yeah, <laughs> have you ever been to Pyramid Lake? Yeah, have you, you heard, heard the heard cries? I would like to go to see the pyramid now, now that I have... An idea, but I mean, if it's vandalized and far away, there's not much I can do about it. But you can still see it, but you just can't go up to it anymore. And now it's not like a clean cut pyramid, right? It's, it's oh no, it is. Do you guys want to see a picture? No, I'm like, we can picture. post that on Facebook Page. too. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. That's right. And the stone mother also is absolutely fascinating to look at. Oh, that looks way more. She looks than just me. like a actual woman holding a basket. Is fascinating. Right. Polar bear brought it up, and then it was like, that's it. Doesn't I mean? I guess it doesn't you see her. More. She looks like she's hunched over, and then she has a basket right next to her. I mean, it's. Oh, we're looking at the pyramid. Right I mean, it's, oh. a, it's a triangle. So I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's. It, it's I don't know why people clean. think it's handmade. Right, I don't know where that would come from from the handmade. So I was like, right. but I mean, it still could be aliens. We all love aliens. I do not love aliens. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. Um, if you have any more local legends you want to check out, there's a email. Uh, where the dark corners are at gmail.com. Where the dark corners are at gmail.com. Send us your ideas. Yeah. Any local legends you have to say about us? Yeah. That's the one he showed me. Yeah. Is that yeah. I mean, these, these formations, she's showing us the formations, and it, it doesn't look real because it, it looked like somebody would have taken the time to do that. But 
There's no, they couldn't have. That's the thing. They couldn't have done something that make it look that way. Well, then the giant mushrooms too. Like right. I just can't. I think they're so fascinating, and I think that's what another thing that draws people. But we'll post them on the Facebook page. So go ask, get invited, come check them out. They're pretty cool. That's right. Final thoughts, polar bear. That was pretty crazy. Like uh, you were saying about the scuba diving, <laughs> divers getting their certificates. And then we have in the lake, you can die. Yeah, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go do it at a lake where the water is nice and calm. It's not the ocean where I could just get mm-hmm. killed by something and then and boom, mermaid yeah. water babies come <laughs> get you. Uh, the bunny. I think it's it's creepy. Yeah, I think it's creepy, and I wonder if it's it only, the cries only appeal to certain people, yeah. like people who lost a baby. Well, like a, the siren whole thing, like mm-hmm. maybe it is someone that it specifically attracts. Right. It it is kind of eerie, just just the way it looks. Just the like, one. Just it doesn't fit in. You know, it's like, why is there water here? Well, I mean, lakes are you always always have that feeling of something. Like I, you know, it's it it doesn't make any sense. But like, oh, there's no cr- there's no alligator in my lake when I go swimming. Mm-hmm. It. Like, oh god, what touched my feet? It's an alligator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so first thing you go to, yeah. but now I have to go to this lake and go. Oh my god, it might be a water baby. Oh my god, it might be a mermaid. Oh my god, it might be an alligator. <laughs> it's like fuck, Lake Placid. Yeah, fucking Lake Placid ruined my goddamn life. So, all right, local Sam. Well, I think it's interesting because Nevadans, we learn a lot about Nevada, like Indian history, so Native American history. So Californians, it was really weird for me to move to California and hear how strong they are about settlers and like learning about them and the forts and stuff because I'm like, well, we don't care about the white man. We went to the National Indian Museum in Reno. We went to Donner Summit and learned about the Donner Party. Like those are the things that were our history. So when I went to Pyramid Lake as a kid, these myths didn't feel so crazy or weird because, you know, lots of Native Americans have very spiritual stories. Like a lot of their stories are very spiritual. So seeing the great stone mother and hearing about the babies, like that just seemed like commonplace. It's also a lot cooler than saying this guy built this fucking fort. Oh, a hundred percent. But trading posts. <laughs> I do remember learning about the mermaid, but the way that I learned about it was slightly different and that she was a woman that was a, a spurned lover or whatever. And that she threw her uh, ring in the lake and you could hear her crying from her rejection. I've never heard of her as a, mermaid i've always heard of her as like just a rejected woman that threw her ring in the lake and that she was constantly looking for that ring and so you heard her crying not Mm -hmm. the babies so it's kind of interesting but i mean i've always heard about the babies they scare me but yeah i think people should go check it out it's really neat or not it's cool (laughs) just take (laughs) pictures and go on i'm not going in it but i will go back (laughs) well i think that's our show and i forget the words (laughs) that we say at the end because i don't say them only you, you only can you find the beauty. can find the beauty. Why don't you do it? Yeah, you I got almost it. thought I was going to say only you can prevent forest <laughs> yeah. fires. I was smoking the bear. <laughs> I was like, that's not the right one. Oh, shit. If I can forget that right, your brain still took it back. Uh, only you can find the beauty in the darkness, and that's where we'll be. Until <laughs> next time. Until next time. <laughs>